It is the morning after with Nick and Big J in a few short days, December 3rd to be exact. Rift Tracks Live is back up and running. They're doing Santa Claus versus the Ice Cream Bunny. Uh, should be an absolutely hilarious and awesome live broadcast as it always is. And it's a pleasure and privilege to bring on Mr. Kevin Murphy, Tom Servo from Mystery Science Theater 2000, also part of Rift Tracks Live. Kevin, how are you, man? Things are good. I have a bit of a flu right now, so oh. my voice is very deep and sonorous. I should be reading ad copy. Whenever I have the flu, I feel like I should hire myself out for ad copy because my voice goes through the floor. You can make some money that way, I tell you what. <laughs> I know. No, I was just going to say, I can say things like, remember FDIC. <laughs> you know, uh, you guys are, are obviously getting ready for the broadcast on the third uh, for Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. Uh, does being oh, yeah. sick make the uh, the lead up to the the actual movie that much more painful? <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Well, you know, already I don't know if you've ever seen any of Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny, but it feels like you've entered a fever dream uh, within the first five minutes of the film. It it, it has no mooring in reality whatsoever. And, uh, and and so if it wasn't for us, I actually think people would drift out of the theater screaming because they wouldn't know what happened to the world that they knew. I, I was watching the uh, trailer there on Rift Tracks Live, and it looks like the worst thing I've ever seen, ever. It's close. It's close. We did one film this year that I think is probably worse, and it's called Roller Gator. Um, <laughs> worth checking out, but put a pin in that one. Um, and we're preceding this. Uh, uh, Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny comes in two versions. One that um, Santa's story stops like mid-film, and then he tells a fairy tale. Okay, <laughs> depending on the copy you have, he either tells the story of Thumbelina, or he tells the story of Jack the Giant Killer. So, and they're both really, uh, you know, disastrously told, but they're musicals. So, suddenly in the middle of Santa's problem, you, uh, you predict, predicament, you you get a little musical about twenty minutes long. <laughs> so, as if that isn't weird enough, then we have before we start the film, we have three shorts that are equally as weird, if not weirder, than the feature. So it's going to be a very weird Christmas for us. Uh, Christmas, uh, you guys at Rift Tracks obviously have a theme running throughout the uh, the the live experiences that you've done, and, and even dating back to the Mystery Science Theater 2000 years. Uh, Christmas always brings out the weirdest in movies for some reason. What What is it about the season that just gives people demented ways of putting together films for kids for some reason? I don't know, man. I mean, like, you guys are up in the mountains, kind of, you know. You get, you know, 20 feet of snow, and you know what it's like to be boxed in in the middle of... Uh, of winter, you start, you know, you start thinking of, you know, killing and eating your friends. Uh, but instead of that, you should concentrate your attention on doing something delightful and weird. And you know, so there's so many fairy tales involved around Christmas. I think that's part of what it is. Is that that, you know, even more than Halloween, we allow ourselves to get a little, a little freaky. Yeah, that's for sure. But I mean, it, it makes it even easier, I guess, to write some good jokes uh, when it gets that kind of creepy. It's, well, what happens is. In the case of Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny, the movie does a lot of our work for us because you'll look at the screen and you really will wonder what in God's name is going on and how anyone could actually think of putting this on film. <laughs> and uh, so the mind boggles as we're telling jokes. And so it does make our job a lot easier. You know, you guys have been doing the uh, Rift Tracks Live thing for a couple years. It's got to be nice, too, to see uh, these things take off. This year has been a really good one for Rift Tracks. The year before, a lot of it being crowdfunded and being able to do it. The, the backing and the audience support's got to be good for the guys in the, in the Rift Tracks, right? It's very encouraging that we come at the beginning of the year and we just tell folks, you know, we want to get these great, wonderful, perfect movies for us, but we can't afford the upfront cost to do this because we're, you know, we're a small company. It's 11 employees in Rift Tracks entirely. And so we, we need a little help doing that. And we, I think we try to give value for value when we do that. And I think we do. And people, 
just, you know, step up so quickly and are so encouraging to us, it it really does sort of charge us up to do the whole year. And uh, and we are able to, thanks to the Kickstarter funding, we were able to do four different movies this year, um, all of varying degrees of weirdness. And, uh, it's yeah, it's definitely been one of our favorite uh, years of live shows. Uh, Kevin, take us behind the scenes a little bit. You know, I watch uh, these things on the regular, and uh, we, we actually uh, give away a lot of tickets to them, and the theaters are always packed huh? here in Boise. What's it like on the actual production side of things? A lot of stuff behind the scenes to make this stuff go, and obviously transport it to theaters across the world? Yeah, it's very weird because, um, you know, we, uh, uh, the writers, at this point, we're still, uh, one of us is in Vermont, one of us is in San Diego, Bill and Mike and I are in uh, Minneapolis, and we get together over Skype, and we rehearse over Skype, and so we do a lot of stuff remotely up until the week of the show, and then we all converge on Nashville, and we go through, like, marathon sessions of rehearsing and rewriting and reorganizing, and we spend a good two, three days, <laughs> pardon me, polishing the script so that it's just the way we want it. <laughs> and then on show day, um, truly an army descends on the Belcourt Theater <laughs> in Nashville. Um, the production truck, the satellite truck, they put up the set, everything goes up, like between starting at 8 in the morning, we do the show at uh, 7 at night, and when it's done, the set is struck and everything's out of there at midnight. So it's really like this army has come and invaded this little theater in Nashville, and then it's out before uh, before the uh, clock ticks 12. What kind of catering you got there when that happens? <laughs> Actually, really good catering. Uh, we work with this company called Camp Digital Night. They always have uh, prime rib on uh, oh. show day, so... Yeah, yeah, I yeah, can't beat that. Now, when I watch, I know that you have a full stomach. <laughs> Actually, I, you know, I just have a big stomach, not necessarily full. I don't eat much before the show. I eat after. <laughs> That's when the party begins. I like it. Uh, Kevin, I, I obviously, uh, we were very excited about the Rift Tracks live event coming up on December 3rd. You can go to RiftTracks.com for more information, FathomEvents.com, too, if you want to get your tickets. I want to ask you a little bit about the reboot of Mystery Science Theater. I know you guys aren't involved in it, but I do want to give you a little bit of credit because something's been uh, going around that, that I want to make sure people, especially true Mystery Science Theater 2000 fans like myself are aware of, uh, is that you guys now have episodes on RiftTracks.com that you can download and get access to, and everybody involved in the show gets paid for those. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, the folks who, you know, a lot of people worked really hard on the show for a long time, and there are a lot of cast members who really didn't get the benefits from the show as much as they probably should have, because it wasn't the standard Hollywood model for a TV show. So now uh, we have this chance to sell uh, episodes through our uh, website on rifttracks.com. We just have uh, we have MST Mondays is what we call it. So we have a new episode every Monday, and what we're doing is that we're then um, paying out some of that to um, uh, Trace and uh, uh, Frank and uh, Josh and Mary Jo and Bridget and uh, Bill and Mike and I um, in a smaller degree. It's it's not a lot, but it's something, and I think it does mean something that that people who didn't get the benefit before now get the benefit a little bit from that. Very cool. It's uh, it's a very cool thing that you guys do, and as a fan of the show, it's very cool to see. Well, uh, I'm excited for the third for sure. I know uh, a lot of people here in Boise are as well. We're looking forward to it. And Kevin, thanks for battling through the flu and, and being on the show. We appreciate it, man. My pleasure, guys. Thank you.